welcome to Tales, Tunes, and Tomfoolery, starring Jerry Springer with Gene Galvin and me, I am Maria Corelli. We are recorded live in front of a brilliant studio audience here in Folk School Coffee Parlor of Ludlow, Kentucky. And here he is, ladies and gents, it is Jerry Springer! What do you? Happy holidays, everybody! Yeah. Hey, by the way, we get—and I mentioned this before—we get hundreds, if not thousands, of emails every month. So many. And we have not, in five years, I would say, maybe twelve. Maybe twelve emails. What Six you, of them were genius. One hundred percent incorrect. One hundred percent. Now I do a thing. Yeah, we broadcasters do? call rip and read. I don't have time because I get so many to go through and we bet everyone. I just grab, so I grab two, three, four, and boom, let's go with these. So here's the first one. This is from um, a guy named Powell, P-O-W-L-L, Powell from Boulder, Colorado. It's a great yeah. place. Yeah. You've been there, Maria? Mm-hmm. You've been there, Jerry, right? Yes. I was there last summer. I love the place. Dear Jerry, the other night I was watching, oh my God, I've seen this show, Running Wild with Bear Grill. We've talked about this on yeah, the show before. Yeah. And it was an episode with Dancing with the Stars professional Julianne Huff. I bet I, you right. know her. I know her, yes. From Because you were on Dancing with the Stars. Yes, yes. She was excellent. And, and her, brother's, a, her brother is on too, or was a dancer on the show too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, he had her rappelling off a cliff somewhere in the world. And Good she, luck to her. And she was scared but appreciated his expanding her bravery beyond what she knew about yes. herself. Have you ever considered contacting that show's producers <laughs> and offering to be on it yourself? I have decided not to expand my bravery. <laughs> By the way, what? Powell from Boulder, Colorado yes. is an outdoor guide by yeah. profession. He well, I am that. too. But If uh, you give me, oh, here we go, he's asking a question. He apparently is a listener. Powell, how, how are you doing? Jerry's yeah. going to give you an answer. I hope it's the one you want because it's the one I want. He says here, if you give your permission on the air, I listen regularly, I will contact those producers for you. Thanks for considering this. Okay. Ooh. For the next five seconds, I will consider it. Two, three, four. Five. I'm hoping it's the right answer. The answer is... Uh, I don't want to repel any more people than I already have. So, <laughs> so I That's will a not... big fat <laughs> no. Yeah. That's, yes, I, 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 am, I am not going to do that. Uh, he he that. gave it a shot. I've, I've asked a yeah. question pal. before myself. Yeah, Sorry, no, pal. I, no. Uh, oh, in Maria fact, and I would be willing to be on yeah, this show. We'll you know it. what is, which I could see someone like you doing, Yeah, is um, Brian Cashman, who is the general manager of the Yankees, who I love. Yeah. Um, he, every year, in fact, he did it last week, he repels down a, a high-rise in Stamford, Connecticut, where he lives. They really? do it for chatter, charity. Oh, that's so he repels off hmm. the high-rise building, and it's a cool, big actually. event there, and yeah, yeah. he does it every cool. every year, raises money, and I'm not doing that either. I'm not doing that either. <laughs> All right, here's another email. Dear Jerry, yeah. this being the holiday season, yeah. <laughs> would you ever consider giving your executive producer, Gene Galvin, a raise? No. <laughs> 
didn't even take him five seconds. Yeah, it didn't take five seconds for that. See, you wanted me to go faster. This is good. Race through these. Signed by Bonnie Galvin. Love These are rip and read. I just yeah, yeah. Dear Jerry. Yes. I noticed that your executive producer, Gene Galvin, makes a big deal on air about him being an executive producer. <laughs> yes. As a broadcast professional yourself, can you explain <laughs> to us, the audience, what exactly is the difference between a regular producer and what Mr. Galvin calls an executive producer? Karen from Jacksonville, Florida. Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> what, are you what do you make of this? He says it, it right says there. It right there. Yeah. What he says it. Throw it right yeah. there. Yeah. Jacksonville, Florida. Well, uh, uh, yes. Uh, in a normal case, the executive producer would be like actually the top person in terms of running the show. Would be like the boss, like not that. the owner, <laughs> like but the boss. But in your case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some more bullshit. Yeah, yeah. You are just the only producer. Only producer. Okay. And and, and and we call you a producer. <laughs> we call you that. Yeah. Listen. And why? How did that originate? Because that's what I named myself. Yeah. Okay. Here it is. This is from Eddie from Birmingham, Alabama. Oh, from Birmingham. Je dear yeah. Jerry, how many homes do you have? Gene Galvin says seven in four different countries. Is that accurate? Also, where do you bank, and what exactly is your account number? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's Eddie. And that's from, no, that's from Gene Galvin in Ludlow, Kentucky. Is where that's from. <laughs> Final one. Dear Mr. Springer. Yes. If you ever feel like you would like, if you ever feel you would like to make a change with your executive producer position, I would love to set up an interview. I have significant experience as I own and operated my own dance studio for nearly 50 years, signed Bonnie Galvin, Ludlow, Kentucky. Yes. <laughs> well, I will answer that, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other day, I want to give a shout out to, I'm a huge college basketball fan, and oh, I got right. two degrees from Xavier University. I taught there as an adjunct professor. I love the place, season ticket holder. They won this local basketball rivalry called the Crosstown Shootout against University of Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Good basketball it's program a big as rivalry. well. Yep. And Maria, you have a yeah. degree from University yeah. of Cincinnati. I am a Bearcat alumni. And do you do you ever follow, did you ever follow basketball while no, there? She never yeah. went to a nope. game. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes I followed it when I would cater. <laughs> yeah, it's a job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because you really don't care. You, you're well, not on your radar screen. Well, let me, My dad loved, was a basketball lover, yeah. so oh, okay. yes. I watched a little. Yeah. Yeah. I know enough. Well, let me... You raised the issue. Yes. About... We have 15 seconds left. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Xavier University playing University of Cincinnati, uh -huh. and, and they've been, they have a history. They have I a, mean, it's a rivalry. It's an ugly history. It's an, sometimes it's it gets an out of hand. It's an ugly history, yes. And the fans, they... Yell at each other. I thought I heard as the game was is, about to begin from yes. the student section. I could be wrong, but I thought I heard, and I don't say these words, so I'm not going to say this on the radio. It's a profanity, and I don't don't use profanities. But it, <laughs> it was that it's, F word. It's and I the think F they word. were just proudly chanting F These are the Xavier the students yelling UC. at the UC. Yeah, in unison. Yeah. With loud voices. Whoa. F U C. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's it's not a chanting uh, in the stadium. Yeah, you bring your kids. I apologize there. if I heard it's, that right. It's an if it's I a heard religious it right. institution. Used to be. So anyway, um, <laughs> hey, let me ask you a question. Yes. 
since it's the holiday season. But Xavier did win, so congratulations. <laughs> Xavier did win. They're ranked, Big. Tw- ranked 23rd in the country, yes, as good. we speak. very good. Uh, I want yes. to ask you this. You always, I, I would say you always, we do always hear every year that uh, President Trump says there's some war on Christmas. It, it, and I don't know, well, just ask you, do yeah. you, is there a war on Christmas that happens each year? Uh, he does say that every year, and the answer, of course, is no. But it, it got me, the reason I thought of this subject is, you know, I'm addicted to Starbucks, so I go in there every morning. And every year they have their cups. And I remember a couple, it used to always say Merry Christmas. Yep. And this year I noticed it, it said Happy Holidays or... or I think it doesn't say, like, Merry Starbucks. Yes, Merry <laughs> Starbucks. In other words, they went away from saying Merry Christmas. And first, let me say, you should say Merry Christmas. It doesn't be, If I know that someone is Christian or whatever, mm-hmm. I say Merry Christmas to them. You know, if it's someone's birthday, I say Happy Birthday to them. I don't say I'm not going to say Happy Birthday to you because it's not my birthday. You know, so the fact that I, you know, that I'm Jewish doesn't mean that I'm not going to say Merry Christmas to someone who celebrates the holiday. I don't know why people are defensive about that. So in that case, it is crazy. You know, there are more Americans who are Christian than any other particular religion. So, you know, if a store wants to say Merry Christmas to those who are, I'm not offended by it. I don't suddenly think less of my religion because I'm not one of them. You know what I mean? It's so I think it's a stupid argument. Say Merry Christmas, because that's what a lot of people celebrate, and I hope everyone has a Merry Christmas who celebrates it. Now, the reason I think this becomes a bigger issue than just the silliness of what you put in a cup or what you say is that a poll was taken by a university um, early this year, and the they were trying to figure out who are the people who voted for Trump. What is the common denominator? And we all throw around things, you know, bigots vote for Trump. Uh, uh, people that are worried about uh, their, you know, wealthy people worried about their tax dollars, they may have voted for Trump. You know, there's, there are all these reasons. But overwhelmingly, the single most consistent factor the one question that was over 90% determinative on how a citizen will vote is the answer to the question, do you believe America is or should be a Christian nation? Mind you, not the question, are you Christian? Because there are a lot of people that are Christian that didn't vote for Trump. But if you answered the question, I believe America is or should be a Christian nation, that over 90% of the people that answered yes to that question voted for Trump. That, I mean, that blew me away because that's, wow. There's some, so all of a sudden, the question becomes kind of important. Is America a Christian nation? And I would strongly argue that there are more Americans who are Christian than any other particular uh, religion, 
But America is not a Christian nation. In fact, America was founded on the idea that there should be no particular established religion, that they agreed with Trump that there should be a wall, but the wall they were thinking of was the separation between church and state. And those who say that America was intended to be a Christian nation are not only wrong, but the argument they use is, well, some of our founders were very religious. And that is true. But that makes my point even more. They were so religious that they didn't forget that they were religious, but they must have purposely written a constitution that not once is the word God in the constitution. Not once. They even put into the constitution... I think it's Article 6, where it says there can be no religious test for any office holder. That's in the Constitution. We didn't even get to the First Amendment yet. So there is a Constitution written specifically to separate church and state. Not one mention of God, and you can't say, oh, they forgot to put it in because they were, you people saved very religious people, most of them, not all. Two, it specifically says in the Constitution there can be no religious test for any, for any office holder. And then, of course, the First Amendment to the Constitution, which says freedom of religion, no established religion. We have gone, our founding fathers, and this country has gone out of its way that the only way you can have freedom of religion, that you let people feel free to be of any religion, to have no religion, but is not to have the government involved. Because once the state becomes involved in your religion, you lose both your religion as well as our democracy. You see, our organized religions are antiethical to, to a, a democracy. Why? Because our country is based on people voting, people debating, people making the rules. There's a free election. But in religion, it's the word of God. You don't debate it. You can't say, well, thank you, Pope, but we've decided, we've had an election here, and we decided, let's say, abortion's legal. You know, we're going to permit abortion, whatever it is. No. With religion, it's very specific. Your religion doctrine says something. Now, you can choose to believe it or not believe it. That's up to you. It's a free country. But democracy is based on no edict from above. No edict from God, no edict from our rabbis, no edict from the Pope, no edict from the Quran. People will just decide for themselves. So you, that is the reason. They so respected religion, they didn't want to mix it up with state government. 
And they so respected our democracy that they didn't want to have it influenced by any one particular religion. And so therefore I say with absolute ultimate respect of everybody's religion, including mine, this country has a separation between church and state, and we honor both by keeping it separate. And we're going to bring our musical guest on up. We uh, had him on before a previous episode, and now we've got him back. Everyone, welcome to the stage, Jordan Smart, everybody. Jordan, will you let us know what song you are going to sing for us? I think I'll play you a song called Pickle Song. Pickle song? Yeah, pickle song. It's about pickles. Let's do it. Pretty much. If I was a pickle, I would live inside a jar. But I ain't no pickle, so I live out of my car. I don't ask nobody for nothing, and I work as hard as I can. It seems to me that pickles, they got it easier than man. Yeah, I say we go on down to the local grocery store. Yeah, we round up all them pickle jars, smash them on the floor. Sorry, Riverside. Cause they're no good lousy pickles, they just sit there and Yes, they're worse than couch potatoes And my taxes pay the rent See, the problem with this picture Is that pickles got it good Yes, I say we drive them pickles out Of our nice neighborhoods Well, you know, they don't speak the language Can't speak at all I think I might just build myself Some stupid anti-pickle wall Try to climb a pickle Don't like bread and butters, baby And I can't stand I got enough trouble paying my own dang bills And this pickle problem is serious I can't stress it enough No, I won't stop fighting pickles Till I see them all in cups And you can send them back down to that cucumber vine I'd rather turn them into relish than watch them Float there in brine, lazy pickle Cause you know I love my greens And I'm in support of freedom For all veggies, fruits, and beans All but something about them pickles It just don't sit right with me Now I ain't never seen no pickle jar Come with a guarantee Keep them pickles off your next cheese platter But you keep them calamatas Because olives matter, don't they? Oh. 
let's just assume for, for a moment that you're not on drugs. Uh, <laughs> where did you... Where, where did this idea come from? It's fantastic. Uh, well, I worked in a coffee shop that in the back... I, I, we made pickles. I made a lot of pickles. Yeah, for, I, I mean, it's so creative, honestly. I, total respect. That is great. Oh, well, that's just great. <laughs> thanks, Jordan, Jerry. I appreciate it. Uh, Jerry loves your stuff. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, where can the audience hear more of your music? Please let us know. Anywhere that you stream music online, um, Spotify, Amazon, iTunes, etc. Do you have a website? Uh, yeah, www.jordan.com. Jot, dot. <laughs> That's the drugs, sorry. Yeah. Jordan Smart I guess music. my assumption was right. <laughs> <laughs> Jordansmartmusic.com. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Um, and then please do us a favor and, and, and lead us out on Down by the Riverside. And would you let Jerry take a verse too? Yep. Oh, shucks. <laughs> I'm gonna lay down my heavy load. Down by the riverside, down by the riverside, down by the riverside, I'm gonna lay down my heavy load. Down by the riverside, down by the riverside. I ain't gonna study war no more, ain't gonna study war no more, ain't gonna study